Good afternoon. Welcome to Baraka Community. This may be your first time or second time. We welcome you to be part of the celebration. Every time we meet, we're not just doing it because it's Sunday and it's the best place to be, to be in church. But every time we meet, the Lord expresses His open heart. Because more than anything, the Lord watches us, whatever we do in worship. Amen? This afternoon, I want to sh share to us a message. I entitled it, Nothing to Lose. Yay? When fear meets faith. I want to read a scripture. It says here in Luke 21, 1-4, As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth. She, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Panginoon, thank you so much, God. That when we gather here, we remember... We commemorate, Lord God, what this old woman had done to honor you with everything she got. And Lord, you may have all our attention this afternoon. We want to learn from you. Open up our spirit to hear yours. In Jesus' name. Nothing to lose. You look at this story. Jesus, at this time, was in the temple. And if you want to look further, you, you look at the earlier chapter, in the 20th chapter, he indeed visited the temple, and it was tough. Because pagdating niya doon, what happened was, all the teachers of the law, the high priest, okay, the high officials of worship in the temple met him. So when he was teaching before the crowd, he was asked one question by the authorities. He was asked, Kaninong autoridad or whose authority are you sharing this? When you look at that, you realize, Lord, right at that very moment, there is really discrepancy because the God who created heaven and earth, Jesus himself, who's the object of worship in the temple, was being asked by the people who's supposed to know God because they're inside all their lives, these are not people who suddenly, you know, like most of us, diba? Most of us, we come to serve God primarily because in our walk, nasa lubong natin si God somewhere. And God begins to change the direction of your heart. And you realize in life that the very destinies that you have connects with what God wanted to do with others. And that God wanted you to be a minister. The only difference between people serving God, if you're here and you're doing ministry, compared to these people, these people will, were born. Born to minister. Because in Israel, you don't become priest. You don't become anyone in the spiritual ministry unless you were born inside a family who's been there for thousands of years. No joke po yan. So you become, you become a high priest. You can trace your lineage down perhaps more than a thousand years and realize your lolos, lolo, 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 kinalulululohan mo doon, they were priests like you. Problem is, a lot of them were born inside that temple. A lot of them were born into the family of ministers and yet they were face to face with Christ. They never knew whom they're talking to. Imagine mo, pinagbawala nila si Lord, kaninong kapangyarihan ka nagkaroon para pumunta ka sa harapan ng templo para mangaral ka. You look at that, if you are just basically looking at it like most of us, ordinary lang yun, di mo papansinin. Because most of the time, right, when you share your heart, a lot of people will ask, ba't mo sineshare yan? Sino ka ba? Naka-experience ba kayo ng ganun? Ha? Huh? Long ago in the 1990s, we were at uh, San Fernando La Union. Something happened there. We began to start. Uh, we, we started a church planting effort on a summer. No, literally that summer, marami nag summer class, 
And we were reaching two particular colleges inside San Fernando, La Union. And when we were there, we asked uh, certain authorities to allow us. We said, no problem, summer naman. Mas maganda nga yung mga bata may guidance eh. But when we get deep into that, and a lot of lives begins to intersect with God, people begin to ask. Nalala ko yung presidente ng college, mumaba pa siya, tinanong niya, by whose authority are you doing it? I said, first, because God wanted us to be here, sir. Next, because you personally signed a paper allowing us, pinakita ko yung permit, siya nakasign eh. You signed this, right? Si makapalag. Because you're supposed to read what you're signing. It stated there that we're here. We want to share the good news of God because this is a Bible. It's a school started by Christians. The other one was a Catholic school. Within the charge of the Catholic school in San Fernando, we we're even allowed by priests to share. But when we were inside a school run and started by Christians, we were asked, <laughs> Anong ginagawa? Baligtad na. Buti pa yung pare. Binless pa kami. Sige, medyo yung mga bata dito sakit sa ulo namin. You minister to them. But then here is a Christian college there. We were asked, why are you doing this? I said, we're doing it for God. And we're doing it because you allowed us. And here's a paper signed, no less, by you, sir. <laughs> pertaining to this effort. So nagulat siya, he signed it. And he did everything he can to kick us out of the premises of the school. Sinakita niya eh. And nakakatawa nun, we were outside the school compound kasi may plaza sa harapan. We continued our small groups there. You know what happened that summer? Those were rival schools. And they have two of the most craziest gangs in San Fernando. One was run by the son of the mayor. You know naman, San Fernando La Union, kung anong ruling family dun. The other one that belongs to the Catholic school was run by the son of the mayor of Bawang La Union. And they are political rivals. And so are their children. That summer, they're about to do rumble. Huwag rumble na yun. Nakaschedule sila magbarilan eh. They're all armed to the teeth. Then the outreach came. And suddenly, we don't know who we're talking. We know a lot of guys active at saka mukhang in authority. I approached the other group. Some of my team approached the others. In short, the rival gangs was rich. Nashera natin ang gospel. And we were asking, they were planning, buti na lang, dahil nung, nung nagsimula yung outreach, three days after that would be the day of rumble. They're actually storing up guns and all because normally it's bloody. When you say what happened, you realize, Lord, you have prevented carnage in San Fernando by allowing us to reach people who are supposed to kill each other. They are sons and what have you, grandsons of grand patriarchs of politicians in, San per in, in the La Union province. And they are really, really powerful people. What happened that day changed the aspect of things and you realize the same question asked by Jesus was being asked to people. When you're able to reach a lot of people and sharing to them the good news, you'll be asked. So Jesus started that day, before we reach this verse, being asked a lot of questions. And then he told them, simply lang, the baptism John has, did it start from God or was it just human understanding? And they were quizzing by themselves. If we say, it's from God, then this Jesus would tell us, why are you not obeying God? If we just say, it's human understanding, maybe they'll throw stones at us because they believe in Him. So they were caught in between, and sabi nila, hindi namin sasagutin yan, and Jesus Himself told them, if you're not answering, I will not answer your questions. And then He proceeded by saying a parable about the tenants. He said there was one rich man who owned a big, big piece of land and he allows people to enjoy everything there. They can harvest, they can plant, they can own things. But there was no one paying taxes. Semi-ari eh. Wala siyang returns. Wala siyang ROI. So he sent messengers and they killed everyone he sent. Finally, he sent his son. They killed the son. She was referring to those people in the temple. You're asking me questions, you killed prophets, man. 
You were descendants of Aaron. You guys. Aaron was the brother of Moses. By the time you crossed from Egypt, we created a priesthood order, which became a temple worship, which became Judaism. You know what happened? I'm preaching before you, son of God himself, he was being barred from sharing good news. So he proceeded, and then the question and answer started. First up, the Pharisees. He was asked, if we are to pay taxes, whom do we pay? Sabi niya, simple lang, anong tatak ng barya mo? Mukha ni Caesar, you pay to him what belongs to him. You want to honor God? Honor God with what belongs to God. The thing is, that's a physical thing, right? Pera, may mukha ni Caesar. Eh, paano ko i-honor si God? Wala naman tatak si God dito. Ang tatak ni God, it's in your heart. You give to God what you know in your spirit, something that belongs to God. So, dun pa lang, zero. Okay, Pharisees, Jesus won. Tag team, pasok yung Sadducees. Sadducees said, okay, there's a man. He had a wife, he died, no son. So, by tradition, that woman will be passed to the next brother. Next brother died, no son. Third brother, so on, so forth, until the seventh brother, they all died. And then the woman grew old, they go to heaven. Whose wife will she be in heaven? She married seven. Sabi ni Jesus, mahina talaga kayo sa mat. You don't add up because in heaven, nobody marries. You're married to the one God. Wala na relationship doon. You're all gonna be brothers and sisters. Hello? You know what that means? If we don't learn how to treat one another like brothers and sisters, it'll be hard for us to be in heaven because we don't know how to treat one another horizontally. That's why I said, we will go to that next topic, the vertical thing. Okay, talo. Jesus 2, religious people 0. Kung baga football, nasyutan niya ng dalawa. Alright, third round. Pasok sila. This is tough. Because you're asking God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who created laws, and ask Him, what is the greatest commandment? Okay na. Buti nga ang tiyagaan ni God. Hindi niya kinidlatan. Kung si God, kikidlatan ko eh. Okay lang kayo. I mean, are you not tired of debating? Okay, sabi niya, you want the greatest commandment? He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. And by this, you fulfill the law. <laughs> they were shocked. What? Because all they do is religion. It's all religion. Believe me, even if we're in church, even if we say we're born in church, even if we say my parents were Christians and my lolo are and my lolo next to me. In fact, I met people who are grown up to be inside the family of pastors. I know you met a lot of them. And I realized, Lord, even if my lolo, daddy, and everyone works for you, that doesn't mean and guarantee that I'll be good if I don't know you. That was the last question. And when Jesus slammed the last ball, kumbaga kung football to, 3-0 yung score. They all went out and realized hindi pa tapos yung gera. And then Jesus looked at the crowd and said, you be careful about the teachers of the law because they do two things. Remember that? In some scripture, he said, obey what they say, but don't do what they do because what they do and what they say doesn't connect. Because when people begins to get religious, there goes trouble. Right? That's why when we go here, listening to the word, worshiping on a Sunday, we're coming here with clean hearts. Sabi natin, Lord, I'm coming not because I'm perfect or I think I'm really clear up. I've never seen the last three months. I come here because no matter what I do, I only stand because of your grace. That grace assures us. Kaya ang kanta natin kanina, di ba? They were singing blessed assurance. Why do you need assurance? We need assurance all the time. Because our own hearts will sometimes condemn us. Right? When you do bad, it condemns you. But sometimes when you do good, you feel bad. Why? Because there is nothing you do that can really connect you straight to God unless your heart begins to have that humble attitude that you tell God, I want to worship you, I want to know you. And so we come to this story. It started with Jesus, Abidon. Jesus 
at the temple, looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. You know, he was preaching at the outer corner of the temple. So when you go inside temple into the outer court, you still have to go up several steps. So dito lang sa baba nag-share. Kasi nga, even siya, na siya yung worship doon, the God they worship, he was not even welcome. If you think Jesus said, I'm not welcome in Nazareth where I was born, uh, how much more in Jerusalem? That's the seat of worship. Christ, the Son of God, hindi man lang siya nakaakit doon sa taas, ando lang sa paanan nung, nung hagdan. Doon na lang siya nag-minister. Because even there, he was being pushed away by people. He realized, Lord, why are they so afraid of Jesus standing there with them? Not because Jesus could say powerful words, but because their hearts convict them. So when we stand, when we're here on Sundays or live our everyday, isipin natin, Lord, apart from your grace, I am nothing. Apart from your power, what can I do? I may do the right things, I may be happy thinking I've done right, but my heart still convicts me. Why? Because that God up there, that's his job. God doesn't condemn. He always convicts. If you feel condemned coming to God, that's not God talking to you. That's the enemy telling you how bad you are. God convicts us because God convicts us of things we know was wrong. And he's telling us, daughter, son, do this. Obeying me is not hard. It's easy actually if you're tuning in. So he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. You know, the thing with the temple in Jerusalem, tayo, mamaya pa tayo mag-offering, di ba? Pagkatapos ng word. In the Jewish faith, pagpasok mo pa lang sa temple, meron doong lalagyan. Doon na sila nag-offering. Before they can even sing their songs and listen to the rabbi, doon pa lang sa pinto, they give their gifts. So doon pa lang makita mo na kagad kung sino, who's who yung pumasok eh. So when Jesus was there, He was so interested looking at people. And there were people who had so much in life. And that's what they do because in their faith, as Jews, they were really told to honor God when they were small. Hello? Kung tayo minsan, dumaki tayo sa Christian nation, minsan nagdadalawang isip pa tayo paano mag-honor kay God. Sa Jew, hindi problema yon. Kaya nga ang yaman ng Israel eh. Because the Jewish people knew how to honor God with all they have. Pati tight nila. Alam nila yan. Walang problema dyan. Pagating sa wealth, solve yan sa kanila. That's why you ask, why are the Jews rich? Because people sila ni God? Because may pabor sila? Bakit? Wala ba tayong pabor kay God? The difference is Jewish people, even modern Jews, they know how to honor God. That's why when you look at America, they're so rich. There are more Jews inside New York City than in Israel. America, its money are run by Jews. You look at Hollywood, eight out of eight movie studios were born out of Jewish money. They're all Jews. Kaya pag nakita ka, Metro Goldwyn Mayer, United Artists, Columbia, Universal, MGM, lahat yung mga original, puro Jew yan. Nabili na ng Hapon, binaybak ng Jew. Ngayon, sa time natin, because wow, Hollywood, yes, eight out of eight. Jewish, yan. the money, the, all the films sa pinanood mo, yung pinaproduce nila Tom Cruise, pera ng Juyan, sila yung nagpuproduce, eh. sila yung major studio. Anybody with the film, it's them. They're so blessed with everything. Why? They understood giving to God. They understood tithing. But even if you give all you have and not your heart, there's still a problem. So, you see these guys, the rich, pouring in so much. Pagsimo, paano mo na ano yan, Pastor Mel? Simply lang, there was this rich young ruler, right? He said, how can I get into heaven? I've, have you obeyed the commandments? Sabi ni Lord, yeah, I've did everything since I was a kid. You realize what he was saying? When I was a boy, I was taught by my parents to obey God and honor Him. So, ang tanong ni Jesus, bakit ta, hindi mo sure kung papupunta ka ng langit? Why are you not sure of salvation? Okay, if you really wanted, I'll give you a formula. Sell everything you have, give it to the poor. 
Ang nangyari, sumimangot siya. Turned away. And Jesus said, you know what? It's hard for the rich man, that's a Jew, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Better for a camel to enter the needle's gate. You know, the needle, the needle gate is the pinakamaliit yun na, ano eh, na gate sa, sa Jerusalem. You only go there because paggabi, kaya mong pumasok doon na nakayoko. Kung nakabackpack ka, hindi, mo, hindi ka magkakasya doon. Emergency exit yun eh, papasok papunta. Sarado yun, gabi bukas yun. Para pag bukas pumasok sa city, makapasok ka. I mean, if you're a, a guy, kailangan talaga isiksik mo yung sarili mo sa butas eh. And what is Jesus saying? A camel can enter that but not the rich man. And the camel have double hump. Na-imagine nyo ba yun? Ang liit ng butas. Paano magkakasya yung camel? The camel is tall. It had two mountains on its back. Kasya daw, sabi ni Jesus. Yung rich, hindi. Nagbibiro ba si Jesus? Hindi. Sigurado yung sinasabi niya. Why? It's not the, the size of the hole. It's the attitude of the heart. So he looked at the rich, they were really offering their best. Because they were taught from day one, when they were kids, andyan sila sa kids' church, tinuruan na silang mag-give. Giving to them is not a problem. It's part of their worship. That's why when they enter the temple, there's already an offering box there. That's where Jesus was. Why? Because hindi nga siya makakit sa temple eh. He was being barred by those people who've been asking him a lot of things. So he looked up and saw people coming up and they were pouring their best. May pastor nga nagkakilala ko sabi niya, alam mo, gano'ng kadaming pera yun, Mel? Kasi puro ano yun eh, puro, puro coins, right? In our time, people will just give paper money. In their time, it's coins. Everything you got, silver, gold, copper, they will just give. And when they give, they don't just give with baskets. Palay ko, nakasako yun. You realize gano'ng kalaki yung banga doon o kung anumang container yun, maingay yun. It's noisy. Imagine, rich man number one goes there and pour out everything. Shhh! People will just go up. Ay, alas stress na. Worship time. So when they get, shhh! Ay, hindi pa tapos. Meron pa akong tatlong sako. O, oh, di ba? Tapos sa akit niya si Pong. Sabi ni Pong, buburain ko yan. Meron ako anim na sako. Naging pageantry. No? Darating si Miguel, anim lang, labindalawa ako. Ay, may mga tao na patingin, wow! Tatlo, wala yan sa lolo ko. Anim ako. Bubuhusan. Servants, pakilagay ng offering. Wow, show yun, show. Kasi mga rich man na to eh. Nga, buraan yan. Anim lang, doblehin ko yan. Chong! Yung labindalawang sako, buhos mo. Nanonood si Jesus sa baba. Na-amaze siya. Wow. Parang showtime. At saka ASAP, live. Lahat talagang, yaman. Wow, grabe. Oh, big time. Ha? Everybody's watching. And when they're done with their pageantry, giving everything, you know the funny thing is? May naghihintay sa baba. May naghihintay sa baba. Tapos na kayo? I mean, all the rich people worshiping at 3 p.m. done. Siguro mga lima yon. Sampu, pag inisip mo. When they're done, the people who have ordinary gifts, they just go there and give. When everybody's done, one figure went up. And this figure was so slow because she's old. Eh, mataas-taas yung, yung hagdan, paakyat. You'll notice her because the stairs going up the temple, hindi ganito kalapad yun. Sobrang lapad nun, bukas siguro mula dun sa wall. Hanggang kabilang wall. So pag naglakad ka doon, kitang-kita ka, umaakyat. And here's the old woman, she's so slow. Right? Baka may osteoporosis pa yon, may rayuma. He was going there. Slow. And Jesus was watching. Slow, slow. Pinagtsagaan ni Lord yun eh. He was watching her. Until she reached the top. He saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Description. He looked at the rich. He saw the offering. He generalized them. Rich yan eh. But the poor, it was so descriptive. He's, she's a poor widow. You know what a widow in their time was? Kung widow ngayon, kawawa, ang widow nun, I don't know if you still have value. Right? Because women don't count in their days. Pag nagbilang sila, men lang ang binibilang nila eh. 
Imagine women doesn't count that much and you become widowed. What value do you have? None. She went there patiently because everything's aching with her and gave in two small copper coins. How do you describe? Two coins, small. Okay? Nakakatawa dito nakalagay, she put in what? Very small copper coins. The least of the value. How do you count what's valuable? Gold? Silver? Bronze? Baka pang-apat yung copper eh. Copper is less of value and yet it's the smallest, the least of the most, the least, the least of the least of the offerings. And then, dalawa na lang yun, nilaglag niya doon. Of course, pag nilaglag mo yun doon, wala kang maririnig. Punong-puno na ng bariya yun eh. Tapos wala pang value sa, sa, sa tingin ng tao, wala nang value yung binigay mo. Para ka nagsayang ba? Sino dito pag manakita ka ng mamera, one cent abo, may dinadampot nyo ba? Ha? Huh? I know people, pag nakita ng 5 centimos, dinadaanan lang. It doesn't value anything. Ay, 5 centimos lang yan eh. Wala nang... Ay, what she gave had no value actually. But God begins to value her because when she was there, that's all she had. That's why I titled it, Nothing to Lose. You know why the rich gave their best? Una, they were told and taught growing up, honor God. Nothing bad with that. But aside from that, there is fear in their heart. Bakit? I'm rich, Lord. If I don't give you anything, maybe you'll take away my riches and I'll become poor. So I'll give everything. In this world, tako tayong malasin eh. Pag hindi ko inonor si God, baka malasin lahat ng business ko, katayin ako. Maraming Christian, iniwarapan sa malas eh. You know that kind of principle, it works because you think it is. Wala namang malas pag Kristiyano ka dapat eh. Dahil binless ka na ni God. But why are a lot of people thinking that if I don't do God a favor, God may turn against me and take away everything I had. So two things I see with the rich, they really honor God. But part of the honoring is that if I don't honor God, maybe God will strike my riches and take away everything. Well, better than having none, Ibigay ko na kay God. Si widow, wala sa pakialam. I'm old. I'm a widow. No one with me. Perhaps no more family. Nag-alisa na yung mga ano. Ako na lang mag-isa. And these are the two last thing I'll ever had. The two last most valuable thing in my life. I wanna honor God. That's why I said, faith, fear meets faith. That's why I ask people, tayo guys, why are we serving God? What's the motivation? Why are we worshiping God? Is it born out of the usual fear? Hindi talaga yung holy fear? Iba kasi yung holy fear eh. Yung holy fear is fearing God Himself. Yung normal fear is fearing that if God may be displeased by you, God will take away things. The holy fear looks to God, the original normal fear looks to the world. If I don't honor God, maybe in this world I'll be punished. But the widow said, I don't care. You're all I have. So kaya na worship tayo. It's so powerful. I saw a lot of people kneeling down. You know why? Because when you encounter God, that's what happens to you. You cannot even look. So when that widow was giving, what kind of worship are we giving? So I said, the value of one's worship. Mahalaga kay God yung worship eh. It's not what we give. It's not what we give talaga. Because everything you have comes from God. God enables you to work. Sabi nga niya, di ba? He gave you the ability to produce wealth. It's not you. It's not because magaling ka, maraming kakakilala, connected ka sa lahat. Believe me, lahat ng kakonect mo, pwede i-shoot down ni God yun. Wala ka nang kakonect. Zero ka ulit. But look at this. Realize, sabi niya, Lord, truly I tell you, this widow has put in more than all the others. All the people gave their gifts out of their wealth. It means, even if they give those things, hindi sila makakapag-sacrifice. It's not dented. Hindi na dent mo yung kayamanan nun. Kahit labindalawang sako ng silver yun, ano ba yun? Sabi natin, iba nagbigyan na tatlong sako. Yung isa anim, isa labindalawa. 
So, in our eyes, wow, labindalawang sako ng silver, bang klase yun ha? Ano ba naman yung labindalawa kung kumikita siya ng dalawang libong sako kada, kada week? Barya lang yung labindalawa. <laughs> Hindi siya masasaktan nun. Kahit i-compute niya, sobra lang yun. Paamon lang ba? Parang pag bumili ka ng ano, sa palengke, di ba? Magpadagdag ka, di ba? Padagdag naman, no? Wala yun. It doesn't hurt him. To the widow, it hurts. That's the last thing she had. You know what? When you honor God, that's the test. Sabi nga lang, give your best. That's the start of giving. Give your very best. Second, give till it hurts. Una, best, di ba? Ito yung ano ko, oh Lord, tama, na-compute ko to, tama, tight ko to, tsaka offering, lagpasan ko, ayan, best yun. Alam mo yung give till it hurts? When God tells you, give more. Lord, maapektuhan yung budget ko. It will hurt me. Yeah. Give it. You know what's the highest giving? Give till there is none. Ang sabi sa rich young ruler, gusto magkaroon ng peace, punta ka sa langit, benta mo lahat, bigay mo sa poor. Yun ang give till there's none. Hindi yan nakayanan, hindi siya pinagbigyan ni God eh. Hindi sinabing give your best. Sinabi niya eh, I obeyed the commandment since I was a kid. He was giving his best. Give till it hurts, of course. Nasasaktan niya pa minsan-minsan. Tinignan siya ni God eh. Hindi ka ma- Pag nilagay kita sa middle ground, wala pa yan. Hindi ka duduguin. Gusto mo duguin ka, benta mo lahat. Balik ka sa akin. <laughs> Malis siya eh. In our worship to God, what will God require of us? Nandaan mo ha, kung ikaw bata dito, nag-aaral ka. Huwag kang magbigay kagad ng pabarya. Kasi ang barya na giving, hindi yung giving dito mamaya, ha? yung buhay mo. Pag sinabi ni God, Nak, you're still high school, I want you to worship me. Wala lang, sidelight lang yun. Kung college ka, ganun din. You know how you treat God is how you'll become in the future? You don't become great in God when you're giving barya time kay God. You want to be great in God? Be like Jesus. Kasi the object of your faith is to be like Christ, right? What did Christ do? He gave it all. So I was counseling someone. Sabi niya, Kuya, parang lahat ng pinaghirapan namin, mawawala na. Everything I got, every computation I get, it goes to the ground. Sabi ko, you know, sis, ito lang to eh. I have an impression, and I want to tell you this. Perhaps this is God. God said in the Word, diba? unless the kernel of corn drops to the ground and dies, it will not bear fruit. Paano nangyari yun? Ilalaglag mo. I-valuable sa akin eh. Hindi lang nalaglag. Mamamatay pa kasi pag hindi yan namatay, hindi yan mabubuhay. God is in the business of resurrecting things. Alam ba't gusto ni God patayin yung mga nasa buhay natin? Yun ang pumapatay actually sa atin eh. Worship, kalakalahate. Giving, kalakalahate. Commitment, kalakalahate. Oh, ano ako sa ministry? Ministry mo, ito ministry ko, ano ginagawa mo? Wala, kalakalahate. Gusto magpray, kalakalahate. You know what? You wanna honor God? Kaya nga sa Malacay, pinagalitan niya eh. Ba't yung mga gobernador niyo, pag nagbigay kayo, kulang na lang, ibenta mo yung Rolls Royce. Pag kay God, bulok na 1969 na Toyota. Who do you honor? Look, You're honoring the one who created it all. The one who created the kings of the earth that you worship. He can wipe them out before your eyes. And why are you so afraid of them and not fear the Lord? You know, the secret of making it is losing it. Sa buhay natin, sa buhay namin mag-asawa, we were to a point, you know, several years ago, padirne. And God told me, Mel, drop it. What? Drop everything. All the renown, all that, everything. Drop it. I'm gonna kill it before you. Bakit, Lord? Kasi naging idol mo yung ministry. I surrendered ministry for many years. Ikot lang ako. Zero. I lost everything. I lost everything. I lost my focus. My... Because God said, I wanna refocus you. Don't worship your work. Don't worship what you have. Worship what you do not see. Because what you do not see is real. Tanoyin ko kayo, totoo bang may hangin? Hindi, kasi hindi ko nakikita eh. Ba't humihinga ka? Nakikita mo? Hindi. Pero buhay ka eh. 
I want to encourage you, this is not about giving. This is about worship. That lady worshiped God. She gave it all. Ang problema, tayo ba, even within the church, I'm not gonna tell you about the world. The world, God will take care of the rest. Will you be the kind of people to oppose where the rest of the people goes? Because when you oppose, when you go against the tide, that's where you meet God. I want to show you pictures. This is Martin Luther. You realize this? Martin Luther only wanted to reform certain teachings in church. He never went, planned to went out of Catholicism. He's still a monk by all example. He was correcting a lot of false teachings. In the end, he started a movement that clarified everything because dati ang Bible nakatali sa pulpit. Alam nyo ba yan? If you go to medieval churches, Latin yung Bible, nakatali yan. Di mo kukuha eh, di mo uwi sa bahay. Nakatali. Hindi lang nakatali, nakakadena. Eh Latin. Pag German ako, di ko mabasa yun. When Luther begins to understand God's word, the revelation of truth of the gospel went out of the world. He translated that to German where everybody can understand the rest of them, yung mga English, translated to English. Yung iba tin, translate sa Czech language. Lahat na. And when the word of God, the word of freedom, the word of the Spirit spread, freedom came into the world. That's why we have democracy. It started there. You know, Luther never stopped. He never stopped there. He changed worship. Kasi karamihan ng worship, Latin, tas Gregorian. Oh, Ganon, no? Hindi mo alam ko ano yun, eh. Latin, di ba? Eh, German ako, eh. Para minamatay ba? Minamasaker ba dito? Yun ang tugtog sa church, patay. Alam mo, ginawa niya? Sorry, ha? Kasi karamihan sa atin, we grew up with hymnals and we think, we sing modern songs. I'm hymnal, eh. I don't want that because it touches me. I don't understand hymnals. Diba? Pag karamihan naman sa atin na himnal, galit sa mga bago kasi yan yung song ni God. How dare do you sing modern songs in church? We're himnal. Let me correct you. Si Luther, there's a big revival going in Germany. Alam mo ginawa niya? Binaptize niya yung mga kanta. Alam mo kung saan? Dahil mga German, hindi umiinom ng tubig yan. Pagkatrabaho, beer yan eh. Ang tubig sa kanila, beer. Because tubig doon, talagang hindi mo mainom. They're not palahubog like most Filipinos no pag nagbibir sa kanila necessary yun pangtunaw ng karneng kinakain nila so what Martin Luther did as opposed to what most of us would see our hymnal na napaka-holy of holy a lot of those hymnal songs were bar songs alam mo yung bar songs yung tipong nagkakaroke nagsusuntukan ng mga tao pinalitan niya kasi kinakanta ng lahat ng tao yan parang pusong bato alam mo yung mga ganun anak ng isilang ka Pinalitan niya, alam mo kung ano kinalabasan? Yun yung holy songs natin, akala natin kabanal-banalan talaga. Pinalitan niya yun. Siya yung unang nag-modernize ng music. Alam mo isang kanta? Na 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 of the glory of the Lord. Yung kinakanta, oh grabe, holy, 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 hallelujah. Suntukan yun eh, paglasing na yung mga dyan, glory, glory. Yun yung bar song, kinanta. Wala revival, bakit? Kahit lasing nakakanta eh. Pinalitan niya ng lyrics. Your mighty fortresses are God. Those are things they sing in the clubs when they're drunk. Hello? Alam niya? Ngayon ko lang alam niya. Yes, nung na-discover ko, nagkamot ako ng ulo eh. Ang unang revision ni si Martin Luther kasi ipapalit mo yun sa... Ganun ba? Pialitan niya eh. Hindi lahat nagsayawan, di ba? Kakantay mo, Miguel? Ang sarap, di ba? Glory, glory, hallelujah. Kinakanta nila paglasing na sila. Kinanta sa church. Ah, wala. Kanta ka agad. Ano-ano lyrics nun? Ang saya ng church. Yung worship, hindi lang word. Yung worship, lumipad. So yung course ng worship natin, it started because Luther changed the bar song and Christianized it. Kaya karamihan ng mga old hymns, bar song yan. Hindi ako makapaniwala until na-research ko ang talino ni Lord kay Luther. Bakit? Eh, wala patay yung worship. Powerful yung word. Kaso kakanta ka lang. Di ba? Lalo kang ano eh. 
nung kinanta. Wala na ka. Sing to one another. Allah, kantahan sila. Da 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 Kasi paglasing, ay pa. Nakilala ko si Lord, lasing-lasing ako. Kinanta pagpasok ko ng church, glory, glory, hallelujah, nabaptize yung lyrics, so. Ayun. When worship change, because the hearts change. Look, in the 60s, there was this guy so sharp in the spirit, said a new thing after World War II happened. Yung baby boomer generation. Because there was so much devastation with World War I and World War II, hundreds of millions of people died. The spirit of God came on earth for that next generation of babies na naging teenager. So next picture, pag tinignan mo, sino to? Tsaka nung ginagawa ni Elvis, si James Brown, tsaka ni Jerry Lee Lewis. These people grow up in church. Si Elvis Presbyterian, si James Brown sa black church, si Jerry Lee Lewis, pinsan ni Jimmy Swaggart. Nahal si Jimmy Swaggart? Oh, siya yung kumanta ng Great Balls of Fire! Ang ingay, di ba? You're like, but down, didn't. Yung rock and roll, hindi dapat lumabas sa church. Sa church nagsimula yung tugtugan na yan eh. Eh wala. Gusto nila himnal, di ba? Ito mga to, sila Elvis, yung mga talagang nagwawala, mga pagganong-ganon, drums, ayaw man nila. That's devil music. Alam mo nangyari? Lumabas sila sa world. Dinala nila yung revival ng music sa church. Because at that time, a prophetic guy had a prophetic dream from God and sinabi, I'm giving Ang una niya nakita, alam mo ka, no? Gitar. May kamay from heaven, may gitar. Yung gitar hindi ordinaryo. Electric gitar, inabot. Kinuha nung isang kamay na mukhang bata. Their generation, God wants to change music. Church, it's not ready. Nag-stick sila sa hymnals. Lumaki sa church to mga to. Yung music nyo, yan ang tinutugtog nila. Sinipa sila sa church. Devil music yan. Laba sila. Tinanggap ng mundo. That time, lost yung generation na yun. Dahil dalawang world war, ang daming namatay. Nakita nila, may Diyos ba? Wala. And with their generation, it's embraced. Imagine mo, these are legends. Elvis Presley. James Brown. Kamamatay lang niya. Eh, yung mga tumutugtog, yung mga, di ba? Yung mga jailhouse rock. Sila yun eh. Si Jerry Lee Lewis. Yan yung pinakamalupit tumugtog ng gano'n. Kaya magdati, back to back sila ni Jimmy Swaggart pag tumutugtog eh. Elvis died in 1977. Napanood ko yung last concert niya. Hindi alam, mamatay na siya eh. By the time, siguro, that week, kakaiba siya eh. Alam nila, gumagamit siya kahit papano ng mga drugs. That week, kakaiba siya. Because pag nag-concert nga naman itong mga to, gumagamit talaga yan. That week, kakaiba siya. It was a different concert. It was in Las Vegas. Suit niya yung Elvis. Alam mo yung suit ni Elvis, yung white? Tapos nakaangat yung kwelyong gano'n, di ba? Ah, grabe, wild, galing! Kakaiba yung concert na yun. Di siyempre, pagtapos na, oh, we want more, we want more. Labas na, kanta siya ulit. Pasok siya. We want more. O labas ulit siya. Dapat dalawa lang. Hindi man tumay yung crowd. We want more. Pangatlo, labas siya. Diba ba siya? Paglabas niya, ito na yung kinagulat ko dun. Pinakanta niya yung crowd. Sabi niya, if you want me to sing, Sing with me because you know this song. Maestro, tatat, tinira kagad. Alam mo, kinanta niya? Na, 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 of the glory. The last song Elvis Presley sang on earth was glory, glory, hallelujah. Pinakanta niya yung crowd. As in, umiiyak yung mga tao. Parang service. They were crying. You know what touched me? He's supposed to be a great worship leader. At the end of his life, he led the people in worship. When they were singing Glory Hallelujah, pag nakita niyo sa YouTube yun, titindig balahibo mo, it was glorious. A day later or that night, I don't know, Elvis died of heart attack. That was the last song. I said, Lord, you want worship. But we're not open about worship. We rejected a lot of attempts. Yung second group, tinan nyo to. Alam nyo to, eto. Si Jack Hayford tsaka si Don Mowen. Si Jack Hayford, kasabay siya nila Elvis eh. Pero nagstay siya sa church. Siya yung nag-disciple kila Don Mowen, 
kila Ron Kenoli, yung vineyard, sa kanya nagmula lahat halos ng mga music na yan. Kaya meron kayong Hillsong. Kaya meron kayong mga music sa church. Ayan yung pinakalolo nyo, si Jack Hayford. Magkakasabay man sila ni Jimmy Swaggart nun, pero hindi siya nagrebel. He stayed in church, developed music in church, and worship God. Is it the difference? Hindi siya masyadong kilala, but because of this guy, nagkaroon ng modern Christian music. It was him who sacrificed. Imagine mo kung si Elvis hindi naalis ng church. Si James Brown, lipad yung black church ngayon. Hindi ito music natin. Mas malayod. Baka pag mo, heaven na kaagad, bumababa. Nireject natin eh. Parang yung mga tabay, whose authority are you preaching? You're talking to God, man. Do you realize who you're talking? Buti si Kristo, mabait eh. Sure ka? Gusto mo ang tanungin? Hindi mo kilala kung sino kausap mo. Look, one guy left, he discipled this guy, and most of the songs you know in the 90s, late 80s. One last example, which is partly sad, Beatles sa Rolling Stones. Dalawa na lang buhay dyan, si Paul at saka si Ringo Starr. Ngayon, lahat ng Rolling Stones buhay pa, si Mick Jagger, tama? Sino isa? Yung tatay ni Johnny Depp sa, Car- sa Pirates of the Caribbean. O, yung pirata doon, yun, Rolling Stones yun eh. I mean, talagang grabe. Hanggang ngayon, yung habit ng drugs, lahat. Grabe yung grace sa kanila. They were English. They were high-grade students. In fact, kung, paga, kung school lang, talo ng Rolling Stones ang Beatles because Beatles choir yan ang Liverpool eh. Church choir. Ganon din itong mga Rolling Stones. I don't know kung saan silang part ng England, pero sila Mick Jagger, ang grade niyan, triple A. Bordering genius yung mga yan. They also wanted to sing. Yung mga kanina, American church yun, ito yung English church. Sa kanila, binigay talaga digat yung gitara. Tinan mo, when they, the Beatles revolutionized music. They were so angry about everything that in the end, John Lennon said, we're more popular than Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Alam ba yung ginawa mo? Na, nabaril siya. Something happened to him. When I look at the stones, sabi ko, Lord, isave mo itong mga to because they sang before you when they were kids, but the church in England rejected them. Their music went out into the world. Na-honor yung devil dun. You know how necessary worship is? That's the reason why God created man. That's the reason everything in heaven is music. God is being worshipped. These are the people you know na sikat sa mundo, they used to be in church. Nobody understood them. So our heart as we finish this, isipin natin, look, after them came the next generation. Nalala niyo yung sumunod? Can you make the last line? The hippie generation. Remember that? Make love, not war. Woodstock. Ginaya nila yung Woodstock ng 90s eh. Wala, palpak yung Woodstock. Yung original Woodstock, pinakamalupit yun. Doon nagsimula lahat ng mga matinding rock and roll group. Led Zeppelin, The Who, Fag Hat, Blue. Ayun, yung mga alam mo talaga na bumabanat ng malulupit na music. Ayan. Diyan nagsimula. Na nagkaroon ng Woodstock. But this guy was part of it. In Woodstock, Ang alam lang natin, mga rock and roller, mga nagmamariwana. There's a group of people there, hippies, who used to have a drug habit that have been born again. One of them was Keith Green. You know who this guy is? Lumipad yung buhay ko kay God nung early time ko, and then nag-backslide ako. You know who, who, who God used to save my soul? I listen to the music of Keith Green. If you can catch his music, believe me, it will revive your soul. Keith Green was one of those hippie guys who performed in Woodstock, but he's not an ordinary hippie. Sa mukha pa lang, di ba? Afro, sarado balbas, but this guy can play guitar and keyboards na malupit. But you know what? He started a generation of worshippers among the rock groups. Kaya hanggang ngayon, grabe yung revival din sa Amerika pagdating sa mga music na ganyan. This guy started it. His death still is mysterious because when he died, the plane went down, their bodies were not found. 
he died with two other daughters on a plane. He died in 1982. I get to know the Lord in 1984. Two years. Palang siyang patay no nakilala ko si Lord. But his music changed my life. His music made me commit my life back to Jesus. Kaya pag nakita, hanapin niyo si Keith Green. I-YouTube niya. Pag-aralan niyo talaga. Kaya nga ko, one day, sabi nga kay Labon, one day, pwede mong gawing play yung mga tugtog nito eh. Matatauhan ka talaga bilang Kristiyano. Iba klase music yan. Hindi yung mga normal natin. Mahahamunin ka talaga sa faith mo eh. Plane went down. They found everyone else, the pilot, including everybody except him and his daughters. They cannot be found. Fury, ni-rapture sila ni God before bumagsak yung plane. Because nung tinignan nila, naka-seatbelt eh. Hindi tinanggal eh. Naka-seatbelt. Nandun yung mga gamit na naiwan doon sa plane, pero wala na katawan nila. They never saw earthly death. God took them away. You know when you please God, you will not fear death. It's just crossing, parang nag-cross the line lang. And look, what happened to this guy? Something happened to him. To this day, that remains the mystery among the church, what God did to him. I want to end with a scripture. Galatians 2.20. I want this to be our declaration tonight. This is St. Paul. Sabi niya, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I want to connect this to worship because when you look at worship, there's nothing so close to worship than looking at Calvary. Diba? Pag naisip mo yung worship, isipin mo saan pinako si Kristo. I was born in a generation where si Edwin Misbayon would sing. You remember that song? It says, As little children, we would dream of Christmas morn. All the gifts and toys we knew we found But we never realized A baby born one blessed night Because of love That song says, we are the reason I want us to leave this place tonight Knowing that Lord, worship Worship is the only way We can really understand why we're here on earth Worship is the only avenue we can really touch your heart. Worship is the one way we can listen to you. Apart from that, I don't know anything else. Because nothing we can give, nothing that we have, walang anuman na nanggaling sa atin makapagpalambot sa puso ni God. Except, yung spirito tsaka puso natin lumuhod sa harapan niya. Sabi niya, woman, a day comes, when the real worshipers of God will worship Him in spirit and in truth everywhere. You don't have to go to pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Even here in Davao, you can be with God. Bakit? Because that's worship.